1: Hi, this is Alistair just interrupting the beginning of the podcast to say we're not going to be plugging anything at the beginning of today's episode.
2: Hello and welcome to Doing the Think Tank where we uh, show <laughs> yep, 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 yep. show where we come up with five sketch ideas, Alistair. I'm, like, um, I'm a fraction tongue tied.
1: And I'm Fraction Alistair George William Chomley Birchall, 100% Uh, Fraction, (laughs) (laughs) one-on-one.
2: And I'm Andy, and um, uh, we would like to thank everybody who came to see the show Teleport at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We had a bloody fantastic time. We had a great time.
1: We finished it an hour and 15 minutes ago. We Mm. just had enough time to... Pick up a pizza from Father's Pizza in mm. Brunswick and then grab a, a bottle bro- of brosé. A
2: brosé. Rosé with the bro- with the boys. A rosé with the brosés. It's the butchest rosé. Mm. Now, interesting question. Here's a question for you, Alistair. Mm-hmm. What do you think makes a, a rosé more butch? Do you think it is having less red in there mm. or more red in there? Mm you know because like what you know in a way mm. pink isn't a very masculine color is it
1: true that thing where they say it used to be it the most masculine used to be mas- the boys it used the, to
2: be the most masculine
1: was the most masculine the color most masculine color yeah but but now it's not
2: no and uh, i'm just wondering whether like you know we could make it paler so there's less technically there's less pink. Do you think in if it there? was made
1: red redder through using blood, you mm. think that would make it more mm. masculine? Yes. What if it was period blood? <laughs>
2: <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> but then it's very masculine to be in touch with your feminine side. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah. Because
1: you're not afraid. You're not. You know what? You're not hiding behind some some weird uh, gender uh, yeah. and 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 A homophobia. Some sort of
2: constructed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't See? have to. You don't have to defend yourself in any way. I think what we're learning is that the most, the most masculine rosé is, is the one Shiraz. you're drinking right now. Oh, okay. Is
0: it,
2: is it possible to make something more pink? You know, like something can be pink, right? Mm. But but like how could you make that more pink? You could add more white, but then in a way, isn't that making it less pink? You could add more red, but in a way, isn't that making it less pink? I think it has
1: to be perfect the perfect midpoint.
2: The perfect midpoint between white and, and red? Yeah. I don't even know how you would define such a thing. I think
1: there would be. I think there would be an infinite number of midpoints between the two. But I guess you would saturate it. I mean, you could probably do it on your on your computer. You just go yeah, equal number yeah. white, equal number red, and then there'd be like a various.
2: So really, it's a really good, um, really good answer. So that's the peak of a bell curve, and both sides it's less pink than that. Mm. Yeah, it I becomes think so. something else. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good to how know. Do, how would we turn that into a sketch? How would we turn that into a sketch? Yeah, it seems
1: really uh, hard right now. <laughs>
2: Uh, it seems a long way, away. I mean you could flat out you could write down brosé right now, and think brose? Uh, I'd call that a sketch, yeah, I'd call it's it people a trying delicious. to trying
1: to convince men to drink rose yeah you don't need to convince us <laughs> we've already we've already masculated it for ourselves and and we didn't even need to because it was masculine enough,
2: yeah, I mean, I guess you know the, maybe the way you could do it is by changing the shape of the glass,
1: but then at the same time, why would you only drink a masculine drink if you're heterosexual mm. and you say most of the things i put on my mouth are women
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: that's not true but <laughs> a lot of them are, are just foods but probably a lot of the meat that people eat are, is women female cows female cows yes female chickens yes female yes, sheep right. yeah Yep. you know um uh,
2: vegetables i don't know what do they have genders i don't know if vegetables have genders yeah, I mean, I could take a stab at a few of their genders. Yeah? A lot of them look fairly masculine, if you ask me. Yeah, which ones? Potato, sweet potato, sweet potato carrot. Yeah, that sweet potato that you tweeted a picture mm. of that got heaps of retweets, even though it made me uncomfortable because it looked like a big, veiny penis. What about the cock tulip? <laughs> that's, stri- that's, wi- that's woman. That's a woman, as it happens.
1: So you say, you're saying that the flower, the flower is feminine, but the but the fruit the fruit of the f- of that plant the vegetable mm. is uh, is
2: male the fruit of the cock tulip
1: the fruit <laughs> of the cock tulip
2: is male <laughs> um I think that uh, gender plays no role in the uh, in the vegetable debate
1: but isn't there I mean like there's there's I think there's male and female plants I think because I think that's why you got to pollinate some right or is it just got to be are they both... Are they all? You're,
2: no, you're are, are exactly every, right. Are there are lady buy. plants and guy plants. But we can't tell because they haven't succumbed to our kind of like, you know, it's because of the social construct of mm. gender. They don't, they don't um,
1: wear pink nappies and blue nappies. Mm, so that,
2: do you think that like we could create a, a, a person who is so um, insecure that they insist on only eating male plants? Yeah. But what would it be that maybe they wouldn't want to eat male plants because I ain't put no dude in my mouth. In that yeah. way, they're very homophobic. Yeah, yeah, I and think they, that's it. They that means only... so we 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 start a farm maybe, and it's a, it, 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 it and we're catering specifically to homophobes, yeah, right, because uh we only grow the female version of the plant, mm-hmm. and that way, and we don't grow any plants that look a bit like dicks as well. Sure, 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 sure.
1: Or if we do, we chop them up into a nice mm. vagina shape. <laughs> um, sure, you know, yeah. So like, carrots. I think I,
2: I think I think I'm so insecure. I'd still know. Eh? I yeah. think I'm so insecure
1: in this scenario. I know, but think about it. you could you could um, let's say a carrot, mm. you could slice it into a sort of a vagina shape and then steep it in a sort of a silvery broth, so it mm. looks like you're eating a like a like a stainless steel. <laughs>
2: Um, a vulva. <laughs> and, and why? Why wait? What is? I mean, I'm going to leave aside how we make a silvery broth because let's just take that. We'll use whatever it is that they use to make those little balls that you put on top of cakes that exactly. almost break those your teeth things, every time. You just time. melt those down. Melt those. Down. <laughs> you yeah. melt those down into, yeah. a, into and we, a sort of a
1: syrup. We, we <laughs> and then use, use electroplating. You use you steep you like like you would a chai, but you put mm. carrots in there. Yeah. Yeah, into and the then,
2: silvery broth. Into the silvery broth. Why then? This is my follow-up yeah. question. Why is a, it being a stainless steel vagina? Because a carrot any more masculine? Because it to count, eat? it's it's like eating the weapons
1: of your enemies. You know, after sure. after a great battle, <laughs> <in> a medieval <laughs> that is, battle.
2: That is a, a, a noble tradition of the great <laughs> warriors. <laughs> you know? we get back to the to the long hut and we eat the weapons of our enemies.
1: Yeah, well I mean that's the thing is that it's not a thing that happened as far as we knew unless people made edible edible weapons which was probably just a passing phase. Yeah. Um you know, I reckon you could probably hit somebody with one of those turkey drumsticks and You
2: see a lot of sword swallowers, you don't see a lot of sword chewers. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a circus i would uh, i would be interested but in. if you were in battle and you
1: found out that one of the guys on your side ate the enemy's weapons mm. you go jesus christ that guy is the gr-. now i'm not suggesting that a volvo is a woman's weapon <laughs> um i'm just i'm mixing things around i'm sorry if yeah, this is in any way we're
2: creating a a, a heady silver broth in, mm. indeed uh if if it's very possible that there were some tribes that ate the um the the weapons of their enemies <clears throat> i mean there was a but time at least when people think yeah. that they did not live to tell the tale right sure. so i, and that's I, I why think we that's why, d- that's why we don't been, know about it. they've been them. omitted from history uh, yeah exactly you know th- i think there's a caveat to this phrase mm-hmm. history is written by the winners Yeah, except the winners who eat the weapons <laughs> the of their enemies
1: <laughs> they they have to get other people to write their history, but often they don't get around to doing that either mm. because they've died from, they've died, from yeah. the shards cutting
2: open their guts. Exactly, um, yes. I think uh the the uh the the, the, the this this company that makes butch vegetables mm. um we also don't um we don't use conventional um farming equipment. We do it all with swords.
1: That's really good. Just mm. drag a sword through the soil, yeah, um, to both loosen it up and then to get that mm. little tray where you can pop mm. a pop a seed in. Yeah,
2: we f- we fight the vegetables. Could you? Could you? Do
1: you have to like put the seed on the end of an arrow tip and then fire it, fire into, fire the ground, it into the like ground? Like you're shooting the earth every time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely correct.
2: Um, every act is an act of killing. It's an act of of rage. Yeah. Um, made with rage You know A lot of the advertising Around farmers And you know Farmers markets And all mm, that kind of stuff Is that it's made with love Well this is made With, with pure
1: Pure rage That's right this is, Frustration this is, Yeah this is the farmers market Which is kind of like The warriors market mm. But the warrior Farmers market Where the guys Are dragging their wives To it You know
2: mm, Yeah <laughs> We're gonna go down To the warmer's
1: market And it's not And it's not quite Dragging their wives To it by the hair Like a caveman No but if that was allowed they would do it. Which is these this is how awful these people are.
2: Also, there may be one tribe to which It's great that we can say this stuff and then say this is how awful these people are at <laughs> Alistair.
1: Well, I want you to know that this is not these are not ideas that I think are good. No, obviously. I just not. think that this is this exists in that universe. Yes, yes. Um
2: <laughs> Well we've in some, you know, we we we're, we're we are um we're just catering to a to a market that's obviously there. Exactly. We can't be accused of
1: anything. We're just trying to, to fill a gap here. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we don't, if we don't say these
2: things, someone else will. Well, if we don't create this um, butch farmers market, that's right. It's not going to happen. Um, I, think I think that th- you could you could create a sort of a little little sort of a fashion accessory basically, yeah. which is like um, some hair that you could drag. You know, you, we don't drag anyone around by the hair anymore. Yeah. But you could create a kind of a, a mode of transport or something mm. like that, or a, maybe a kind of a rickshaw, where it has some hair at one end, yeah. then it has wheels, Yeah. right? And you can sit you can sit in you know really relative comfort on a yeah. little trolley, and then somebody can drag you around by the hair. I think but if, it's not yeah. your hair; it's just attached to a little um, buggy. I think if it was kind of like a a caterpillar-like buggy
1: compartment that you stepped into and then pulled up around you. Yeah. And then it had a hair Mm. that kind of might maybe like was near your head. Yeah. And then maybe the thing was see-through. So it kind of looked like your head was in this thing. Yeah. And the hair was connected. And then you could... Husband or wife could drag the other person around. Yeah. I think the way nature intended, well, by the hair, like a caveman would.
2: Maybe um, what this is a new form of like environmentally friendly transport, mm. which is where we go back in time. Uh, we get cavemen. We bring them to the present day. Yeah. And then we climb into these sort of see-through bags with a big bunch of hair at the top. Yeah. And um, we get the cavemen to drag us around from location to location. You know, mm. so they're just fulfilling their. Yeah, and this will sort of be a renewable
1: urges. energy. Like we'll have a lot of energy because of all the sort of Jurassic type parks that we'll have, which with all the spared Brontosaurus meat, yeah, that will be around at well, the time. Yeah,
2: because I think I think if, well, once this is happening, once we have time travel, we'll go back and get Brontosauri. Well, yeah, or we could just create them through you the just DNA. Through DNA, sure. But, I mean, I guess if we're going back there. We're going back anyway to get the cavemen to drag us around. But the cavemen are probably not around the same time as dinosaurs. But if we're we're going back, back we may as well go back a little bit further. Well, I don't think it costs more energy to go back further. I don't think. You wouldn't think that? No, that's not how I would assume time travel works.
1: Let's think about it for a
2: second. Okay. Okay. I don't know how you would go back. Yeah. No, Me
1: neither. But in any scenario where you're going traveling further, further and, yes, and if you're going yes. hundreds of, like if you're going millions of but, years further.
2: But, but why does it take more energy? Because of friction. Right? Yeah. If you're in outer space where there's no friction, I don't think there's such a thing as time friction. But are you suggesting that we're traveling
1: like to, to near the end of the universe and then using a telescope to look back and because oh, we somehow surpassed where the Absolutely light... not. No. I'm mean, that's
2: not related. That okay. was just my by way of demonstrating the fact that the reason it takes more energy to go further is because of the friction component yeah. which if you remove it and yeah. there's no friction in the time stream but there's still mass there's still mass that you got to accelerate right it, accelerate through time? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say here whether or not mass factors in when you're traveling through time. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know either. Right. But, but but you're right. We can't rule it out. If you've got to take your body there. Yes.
1: It would be good if all the timelines were just side by side and if actually you could just get a door to go through them, like a door that is literally just a door that you could open up and then go into it. it. would be good.
2: That would be good that you could just walk through... Mm. To a different All time Yeah That would be the best way To do it I think And if it was all Infinite
1: numbers of timelines You know like That (sighs) would just be That would make things easier
2: all the adjacent timelines. Yeah, You, know, you do the something w- embarrassing in this timeline, <laughs> you go into a different timeline. <laughs> yeah, you just go. You go, go lay like, low. In the- yeah, well, yeah, you could go lay <laughs> low,
1: even though you've probably done it in that same timeline, but you just go and hide there. Where no, you, you
2: go and find a timeline where you haven't done the embarrassing thing. Oh,
1: but imagine but, all the data they would have to keep to know whether or not you've done a
2: certain thing. That would be tricky. Yeah. The tracking that would be I think, involved. Yeah.
1: I think we... In the early days of this technology, yeah. there wouldn't be the tracking right sure there wouldn't be the tracking telling you all the stats mm. things like that we wouldn't have that whatever the the things are that we put mm. at the edge of the universe that tracks every single thing that happens this, and can interpret human action but
2: this is a this is a great this mm. is a great science fiction concept right mm. you are just living your life yeah. and then somehow this con- this, this technology is invented. Of traveling between the different timelines. And for whatever reason, it turns out that you, of all the yous, have got the best life. Yeah. Right? And what that means is that suddenly all the other yous Mm. want to come and live in your timeline. Oh, yeah. And take your life or whatever. You think all these people will try to come and kill you? Not necessarily kill you, but also just like, just sort of, you know, things are obviously working well for you Mm. here. Maybe they can sort of coast on your coattails or whatever. There might be some who want to kill you. Some who just want to like you quickly
1: know. become the worst timeline, yeah, <laughs> and then people would stay away. But for, but I guess it'd
2: take a while for people to realize. Mm. Yeah, it's like a gold rush, right? Everyone's like, Owls, yeah. life is so good in this timeline. Every all Owls, every Owl, get over here. And of course, they all think, Well, I'll be the first one. I'll get in there, and it'll be great. But then you show up, with, you end up with all these Owls there fucking up your timeline. Um, but mm. but I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say
1: this is where it's monitoring yeah and and then you yeah. move from timeline to yeah time i can't can can't,
2: can't remember exactly what was happening oh that's right and the other the other problem is that obviously that make like all the other yous in all the other timelines are probably in some way a bit worse than you a bit yeah. more damaged and you know like and they get worse and worse and worse even further away yeah but they all like moths to the flame want to come to the one one the one timeline where you haven't totally ruined your life <laughs> You know what would be interesting about in, in, in encountering – And you look at it around and you're like, Really? Is this the best
1: one? I think if you encountered other versions of you, you wouldn't feel the need the way that you do with other people to be nice.
2: Mm. Yeah. Or it, you would treat them so bad. I think you would
1: treat them really badly. And
2: as you, as if this was your timeline, you'd mm. be like the alpha you and you could force them to, you know, mm. work for you or, you know, do sort of slavery. Well, and you conditions. would know
1: how to really hurt them. Emotionally, (laughs) and so I mean, if you wanted them to go away, you would probably try to you would emotionally abuse them a fair bit. That's the only way you fill them with doubt about themselves. But then they would probably be trying that same thing on you. Mm.
2: So this is a bit like the movie Jet Jet Li's movie, The One, The One, but with emotional abuse Abuse. (laughs) instead of martial arts. Look, I I mean, is there a martial arts version of emotional abuse? Are there any are there any mm. of the martial arts that, that are focus, emotional. On <laughs> focus on uh sort of gaslighting and um financial uh, uh crimes?
1: You know what would be great for a a mixed martial emotional arts. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but
2: all the different styles of of you know emotional it's just martial going art home for Christmas. Am I
1: right? You know, and then there's you know you've got the 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 relative that makes you feel
2: guilty yes. kind of emotional martial art taking place in an octagon. It does occur at a dinner table.
1: Yeah, at a dinner table. <laughs> At, uh, yeah, it's always a sort a, of a special
2: uh, you know holiday of some sort mm, yeah. um, <laughs> every Christmas, which is great when he people have the, a lot of stuff they want to watch. He's the Conor McGregor of making you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah, which Conor doesn't. <laughs> oh, do that, seems to people. To, that seems to be a part of it for him. Yeah, yeah. you're right.
1: But you know, since he he, he and I'm sorry, I'm taking. Has he mellowed?
2: Away. Has Conor mellowed? He has
1: mellowed. Since, really? since, since that loss to Khabib, people were like, you know, I think Khabib before the thing was like. I am going to make him humble,
2: wow, and, <laughs> and it worked,
1: and actually since then it has he has mellowed a fair bit since then, and then he has lost that m- recent match to yeah, um, right. Poirier. Yeah. Right? No.
2: the fact that you know these names is so this insane, is what
1: this it? is what different thing you know different if you allow yourself to like during a, during a lockdown to just follow where your mind wants to go, and if it wants to go to violence
2: yeah well, you know, well that is not the case for me, I can't yeah. imagine. I the one, Imagine. wait, it was
1: one, the one, but emotional.
2: <laughs> that's, getting to, that's a sketch idea. No,
1: but that's, that's part of leading part the of leading best life timeline yes. and then cross-dimensional mm. you know, travel.
2: Mm. And that, you know, yeah, it would start out where it felt like they were leeches coming to sort of take your life away, but it quickly rearranges to the point where you are the top of this heap of, of pathetic versions of yourself. And they'll they'll do anything to stay in your good timeline. Maybe it helps that they've really made things bad for themselves in their other timelines, so they can't go back. They're kind of refugees from their own lives.
1: Yeah, I mean that would happen. But then imagine living with multiple versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first that would be like it'd be great. You at first you'd be like, oh, this could be help out with the kids. Mm. I can get myself to babysit. But what but if then you're you go, the only one with a job? I know, but that's the, but the <laughs> other thing is that. Um, you all, because of what the bad stuff Whatever bad stuff Led these people To cross-dimensional travel To come mm. into your life They might have had Some kind of weird abuse thing That like you wouldn't really Want to trust them With your kids
2: It's really possible If yeah, you met another you From another timeline Would you let it look After your child Yeah I mean maybe If I really needed
1: it, If he would. was a pushover Like me <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely would <laughs>
2: you know and as long as
1: he's the coward that i am i would have the confidence to to allow that person to watch my kids you know and who you know would who mm. who is is knowledgeable in the way that hurting something is bad right mm. but and i guess any version of you would would have had your parents
2: that's to true to an
1: extent. so, so, so they're going be less they're gonna be less fucked up than your common fucked up person, I think.
2: unless unless your parents in the other no, they have to the parents have to be more or less the same when they have you, don't they? Yeah, because, because they otherwise they would have had sex at a different time, had a different sperm. Yeah. This is really interesting mm. that the the, um, the points at which children are born, mm. if you exist in a different timeline, it was born under the exact same circumstances as you. Yeah. So that is a branching point. That's a real like. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. So at least if anything fucked up happened to them, mm. then it would have happened after you were born.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so unless like they became really angry. Like, you know, sometimes, sometimes somebody has like a back injury or something like that and mm. it just makes them angry all the time. Yeah. You know, so maybe that happens. Both your parents have back injuries. Oh, no. Like they were both lifting you. They were making a bunk bed for you. And they were lifting so the top nice. bunk because you had asked for, like, a thing to look like a – what's something that you would like? like a, <laughs> a, geo, a, you know, a geodesic dome at the That's top right. of the yeah, thing I want to sleep
2: on top of a geodesic <laughs> dome. Like splayed, splayed out, out, like like, out. like like Snoopy. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: and uh, <laughs> and then both of their backs were wrecked by trying to lift mm. this thing, which is very hey, stable.
2: My, my, sounds like my back's not going to be doing too well in a couple of years. <laughs> well, people people will realize, but like father, like son.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> and and then you come out to to our timeline. Mm. This is other you, mm. and uh, you are like, you all watch your kids. You know? <laughs> I want your kids.
2: I don't know, honey. That guy's back doesn't look too good. (laughs) Your wife
1: is is trying to take you aside to try and talk about how bad the other version of you's back looks. (laughs) uh, Well, that's a reason to not trust him.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: <laughs> I would love to judge the content of a person's character by, by the, the strength of their
2: back. Don't judge a book by its cover. What about its, its spine? spine. Mm. <laughs> that worked out actually much. I, when I was going to say, when I started that sentence, I was going to say back cover, but, <laughs> but 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 I think even as I saw the you forming the word spine, I was like, no, I'm going to get on board with this word. <laughs> this is much better. <laughs>
1: no, I gave. I was.
2: I didn't realize I was. You're giving out signals.
1: I'm. Um, I'm You're telegraphing. telegraphing my mm, jokes. Mm. I'm going. I'm, I'm mouthing them before I say them. <laughs> well, that happens with my kid, with Otis. I. I'm I'm thinking of jokes all the time. Right? And but you know, for bits or whatever things we're writing. And then I I just when I'm thinking of stuff, sometimes I whisper these things. I think I may have said this on the podcast, but sometimes I I whisper you have. And so sometimes I whisper those things. I go, Spine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's a creepy thing. And then he goes, What "What did you say, Daddy? (laughs) And I go,
1: Oh, nothing. And he goes, No, Daddy, tell me what it Mm. is. Like that. And I go. Well, I was thinking about how books and blah blah blah, and then spine. Anyway, mm. that's spine. He goes, "That's not very funny."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But sometimes you do have to say things out loud to feel like you've sort of saved them into reality. Otherwise, if they just stay in your head, mm. they can go, and you can be—you'll you, never know if it was even actually a thought, mm. or just like sometimes you get the shadow of a thought, and you're like, "Did I just have a thought?" Yeah. And it's like, "Sorry, I'm gone." Oh, I know. And and then you, by saying it, you save it into the to that
1: solid, Mm. you know, long-term solid state... Uh, yeah. Member of, <laughs> of 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 ephemeral sound.
2: Yeah, but at least you're taking it from being information that's only in your head and turning it into information in the universe. And I'm sorry, that's so information more. in the universe
1: that also goes back into your ears. Back and you into your ears. It. Yeah, it
2: goes back into your head and you get a bit of a loop going. Yeah. I don't say necessarily jokes out loud. Uh, certainly not that my children hear. But sometimes I do remember something deeply embarrassing I've done in the past and groan out loud, and the kids will ask me what that's about. Really. <laughs> But I have to say, regret, son, that's regret That's That's the sound that you make when when you've made mistakes You wouldn't know about this yet Because you're not fully aware of yourselves But when you become that A big boy A big boy A big
1: boy like daddy
2: hmm, You're going to have responsibilities And one of those responsibilities is going to be periodically refreshing The murals of shame that are painted on the inside of your skull we
1: should, we should make a quilt of regrets That we can put all of our regrets into And every time Some One of regret. my
2: regrets does resu- relate to a quilt actually. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah You actually have a quilt regret? In real life? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah uh, When we were at primary school yeah. we I don't have any remem- memories from primary school So like you know that I've, I've done something That yeah. I now consider to be embarrassing um, And all the different squares of the quilt The children wrote different poems on them Anyway, I wrote a really earnest poem that I can tell you, I can recite the very earnest poem I'm that really... I wrote. Um, on the quilt, what is it? The, it was something like this: "The hope is yours, the pain is yours, the, the truth is yours, the world is yours, but don't forget the choice is yours," or something like that. Some, f- yeah. it was, it was it, I d- I know, definitely the last line was "Don't forget the choice is yours." Yeah. And I remember at the time thinking, "Fuck, this is clever. Fuck, this is deep." Yeah, and not fuck, obviously. But how, I old, did, I how old? How were you? I'm mean, being like grade four or five. Or Andy, something. for a
1: grade four, you know, you're, you're, I mean, I think you were, you were,
2: uh, you know, you're a, an early. Um, I am still embarrassed about it to this day. What's the le- you're, on a quilt?
1: You're from a primary. <laughs> you're an
2: early version of Greta you know you're you're a Thunberg. yeah but she doesn't she didn't feel that that self conscious well burning you know
1: there may be reasons for that, but you have <laughs> you w- could have led uh, you know a um a revolution, you know. It's just that you, your medium you chose was quilting, quilting, <laughs> rather than using you know, the sort of that social oh, media. your voice. And I mean, social that was media. the social
2: media of the time. You yeah. would write something on a quilt. Yeah. they'd pin it up in the gym. <laughs> You'd hope a lot of people saw it. People would often I mean, take photos of you're literally putting the quil- a post on somebody's wall. Exactly, Andy. Right. We actually have five ideas. Yeah, I know, but are they going to withstand being? Andy, some of uh,
1: these—they're—I think this is all better than last week's. Yeah, we got bros. Very possible. We got (laughs) a guy who won't eat food from male plants. We got tribes that ate the weapons of their enemies. Oh, I was going to say about that. There could be one tribe that survived back in the bone age when Uh, you would make bone weapons and then you could.
2: The bone age, the famous (laughs)
1: bone age. I think there would have been a bone age.
0: Welcome to the bone age.
1: You.
2: Welcome to the bone age. I'm
1: going to do a bone. We got lots of bones. What's that? What's that? Steampunk. Bone punk. Bone punk. Yeah. Yeah, It is nice though. It makes it sound like it's all people
2: with boners, but it's not. It's not bone. That's boner punk, which is definitely something we would come (laughs) up with on this. (laughs) We've perfected the the technology. This is a very good idea. Because what is steam? If not a, a – a, a, Hydraulics. A, a, basically hydraulics. I mean yeah. it's more closer it's, to pneumatics, but it's, it's moving things under pressure from place to place. Yeah. Well, it's, right.
1: the clo- it's the closest midpoint between hydraulics and, and, and pneumatics. Mm. It's really – it's the brightest pink you can get exactly. in between the two. yes.
2: And what we've done with <laughs> – and speaking of bright pink we've tamed the penis, we've harnessed it, we've isolated it, Mm. and we're able to reproduce penises outside of the human body. Yeah, in a lab. In a lab. And then instead of the industrial Industrial revolution is one that is made up entirely of penis-based technology Mm. where they are, you know, via strategic arousal used to make articulated machines and transportation it doesn't seem that crazy. It doesn't. I mean, that that I mean, the combustion engine is essentially like
1: somebody took made a mechanical penis, mm. the piston, mm. and then they made a mechanical vulva, or vagina, mm. the the chamber within the piston. Mm. With the, yeah,
2: I think I think I think you what do you call
1: it? you
2: the bore piston bore? I think it's called a piston bore.
1: Piston bore. Yeah. Right. And then they made six of them. They made six of them. And then instead of squirting... The cylinder. It's the, the cylinder, cylinder, of course. The cylinder. Yeah. And then instead of squirting, say, ejaculatory <laughs> fluid...
2: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, you're very close, Alistair. The, pe- the, the movement of the penis isn't powered by the squirting of the ejaculatory uh-huh. fluid. No, 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 no. But, um, but let's say
1: if either the penis or the, the, uh, the, the vagina in this scenario... Was one of them was squirting diesel, mm, right? Sure. Then the then the then the pressure, yeah. It's the pressure alone yep. ignites, yeah. The,
2: the the diesel fuel, yeah. And so it's, then igni- it's pressure ignition. It's not. Um, it's pressure plug. ignition. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do this if you had uh, lab grown vulvas and, and penises, mm. and you had six of them, and you put them in a row, mm. and you attached <laughs> them to a flesh wheel with a with obviously two erect penises that create the um I hope I hope someone really important is listening
2: to the podcast. <laughs> when I, hope I say David Cronenberg is listening to this cuz he'll just go ahead and make the film. Yeah,
1: and I want you to know you're all important, but when I say when I say important, I'm only speaking with regards to me making money in my chosen field of Attempted comedy different
2: types of importance Yeah
1: You Every single person Everyone plays a different
2: role in your life Some people play The eccentric billionaire Who gives you Untold millions To make your penis engine
1: I mean I don't want to make the engine I want to make the movie Where somebody makes the engine You're okay (laughs) I mean I'm like I'm like Werner Herzog It's like Well actually sometimes You know Werner Herzog To make Fitzgeraldo Mm. Right He told the story Of somebody pulling A boat over a hill Mm. Right But in order to do that to tell that story, he had to pull a boat over a goddamn oh hill hell. in the Amazon. Mm. And if I have to tell, the, if I want to tell the story of the Industrial Revolution going slightly different, mm. by instead of using metals, maybe we didn't discover how to refine, refine metals, maybe. but maybe we just discovered how to lab-grown gen, gen, genitals, lab-grown, mm. lab, grown, lab grow genitals, right? And we harness the power of the erection to be the thing between the two wheels. What's that called? The axle.
2: Yeah, the axle. The axle.
1: If you could keep that blood in there at all times, sure. You get a nice,
2: nice, nice axle
1: type arrangement. You get an axle arrangement, and then you did it anyway. It's gonna be good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What (laughs) am I writing here? Lab grown (laughs) penis. Industrial genital.
2: Nice and inclusive. Industrial Revolution. revolution. That's correct, Alastair. I'm really glad we got there and I'd like to apologise for most of the things in this episode. How dare which you? Which I don't necessarily feel that maybe we expressed ourselves Any... in a way where it made clear the irony. I'm not being ironic. Oh, but I was about some of the things. Okay, well, I wasn't and I want to be held to account. <laughs> okay. I need to be held to account. Otherwise I won't learn. Some people, I'm begging to be cancelled.
1: Some people will only listen to the bits where I say something that sounds offensive. And they'll think that I don't want to be held to account. But if they've listened all the way through the episode, mm. they'll know that I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve
2: to be held to account.
1: I mean, I've already had a better career than I think I should have had.
2: That's right. And you'll just be redressing the balance in the force. Exactly. Does anybody ever, during an apology, when they've done something wrong, say, I deserve this? I don't Not think they do Not yet. But like I told you. I'm gonna be the fucking best. You're gonna, at apologizing. You're gonna soak thing. up that criticism. Suddenly, you're gonna take it all on board. So much. People will say they'll be like, it's
1: almost like he didn't spend 23 years in Canada, uh, in <laughs> Australia, and w- spent his whole time in Canada. It's full. It's He's full it's like Canadian. his apologizing, apologizing is no, like. No, 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 no more. His apologizing is like. It's like his dad is an honorary Canadian, which he was. Was he really? Well, he didn't win an award or anything like that, but <laughs> but he spent enough time in the children's hospital in Montreal that he learned French and then, uh, you know, that he was... Has I he been a
2: nurse his entire life?
1: Yeah, but now he's kind of that thing where you kind of, like, manage things at the yeah, hospital, yeah, yeah. so
2: he's not really nursing now. But God, that's so noble. you think it's a noble profession? I think it is a noble profession, and I think that if I did it, I would quit really quickly because... Like he did with teaching. Like I did with teaching because it would be so hard. Yeah, yeah. But so hard, and you would be so un like, like literally, who applauds you where do you when do you get the applause? yeah,
1: but you have you get to have a dark sense of humour, you know on the thing you laugh about people dying
2: you know I might mean? <laughs> <Okay, laughs> you know. be back around
0: <laughs> oh come yeah.
2: on, don't quit now, maybe someone will die tomorrow and we'll we, we'll we get to make some really dark jokes, jokes about it exactly. we can do some weird stuff with their face. <laughs> We can sort of pull their yeah, cheeks up into when a their smoke. family's not looking.
1: Well yeah. I mean, but the darkest of jokes is when the family is looking. <laughs> <laughs> um we've got three words from a listener.
2: Sometimes the darkest of things happen in the under dark, the light. Under
1: the <laughs> Under the light of the eyes of a okay. family member yeah, that you're yeah. looking, looking. Mm. in this case they think that it's that really early belief that light A seeing comes from light emitted from the eyes That's yeah.
2: so, Ibn wow. al Oh, we did this last episode Ibn al-Haytham Ibn al-Haytham
0: Ibn
1: al I'm so sorry We're going to go through words from listeners Andy, I don't know if you know this But that wasn't
2: him Ibn didn't think that
1: Oh, he was the one who didn't think that He
2: was the one who didn't think that It was an ancient Greek who thought it Ancient Greeks were the ones who
1: thought a lot of bunch of dumb stuff Euclid Euclid thought it
2: he thought that um, rays were emitted from the eyes. God, and we, and we so confidently use his geometry. Use his like geometry? That's, no, thank you. Like that's. Probably. Is there anyone who thought something that wasn't stupid? You know, politicians. There are const- no other geometries. Politicians
1: constantly use mistakes that people make as a way of to complete, or you know, mm. as a way of discrediting a you, whole. You, you're going
2: to do an ad hominem attack on geometry? Well. <laughs>
1: You know, I don't know. I think that we should just assume that all Euclidean geometry is probably incorrect. Yeah. Because of how little care he put into wow. it. thought of other fields. Crazy. I
2: guess there aren't 180 uh, degrees in a triangle. Maybe not. Andy, have you even ever checked? No. I've literally I've just accepted What
1: that. do you even do with your protractor all day? <laughs> you probably sit around and you're just watching YouTube and your protractor just mm. sits there. Uncaressed by That's your right. fingers
2: I'm not inclined to use it And if I was inclined I wouldn't use it To measure the angle Of my inclination
1: I knew that was Heading towards a joke mm, yeah. And I was really happy That, that it was But And the payoff Was there But I just You know I want you to know All the laughter it Was internal That
2: was not a payoff
1: It was a payoff Yeah Okay so now Three words We got three words From a listener today Andy And then they're from the listener Dominic Stevenson Ah Hello Dominic, Dominic Stevenson,
2: Stevenson Dominic. Dominic, Dominic and Stevenson, ding, Dominic and Stevenson, ding, Dominic and Stevenson, ding, Dominic and Stevenson. That was really fun. Yeah.
1: It
2: was a great rhythm. To you wouldn't day, think Dominic. that we're
1: drinking rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brosé, rosé. 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 God, I was almost... I almost Let's
2: f- just start a club the, called the, bro- the Rosé Bros. And we just what about the Rosé and...
1: Rose? Mm. And we... Yes. We drink rosé and we bring each other <laughs> roses. roses. <laughs> the brosé roses.
2: Roses are covered in thorns. That's very... That's as
1: close to blood as you can get. Mm-hmm. Dominic's three words.
2: I'm going to guess them. Yeah. Um, reticulum. Oh, that
1: Was there an ET in that? Yeah. That was really close. Yes.
2: Fetch. Fetch, is it fetch?
1: No, it was wet.
2: Wet. <laughs> Wait, I wonder if we've had these words before, but I'm going to try the next one. Cubic. Weather. Wet weather. No, we haven't had these words no. before. Wet weather.
1: Don't say something like leather. It's not no, leather. No, no, no,
2: no, no, no. I wasn't going to say something like leather, Alistair. Give me some fucking credit. Great. Pleather. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you stayed away from something like leather. Thank you. Andy, <laughs> the final word is buffet.
2: Wet weather buffet. <laughs> Think
1: These about it. These
2: are such good words.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, firstly, you can't have anything <laughs> crunchy because it'll. The, uh, the it'll rain. Lose the crunch. It'll lose its crunch. Mm. Except for this one thing that I had at Emblem Melbourne recently, which is the, the restaurant that Indiana. My you had a crunchy thru-
2: broth, didn't well, you? Yeah.
1: I, I, there was. <laughs> It was this thing at the, in my in Indiana's brother, and my wife's brother is a fancy restaurateur. He's no, he's a chef. Very, very good. He's very good, and he works at Embla in Melbourne, right? And there was this thing that I had there recently, and it might have been a cherry tomato thing. I mean, you you think of a cherry tomato dish, and you go, whatever it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, be sloppy, awful, right? No. <laughs> but it wasn't. Anyway, what was in it? It was very liquidy, very mm. liquidy, but. When you ate, it had a. Pi- I think it had pine nuts in there, but it wasn't the pine nuts that were crunchy. But within this liquid, this wet
2: thing, was so much crunch. I can So much crunch. Like, I don't know how I would even deal with that confluence of textures. It was
1: so wet, and it was so crunchy, right? and it was such a
2: high pitch crunch.
1: Like I, yeah. literally, my guess was, yeah. was um, prawn shells. Shrimp shells, yeah, but they're you not going
2: to put those in a broth.
1: No, I know, but what if you made them small enough? It was like it was like such a high, there's no way
2: they're high feeding pitched that to crunch, people. you
1: know, like like that. And then I think it was fried thin pieces of sourdough or something like that, Incredible. like so, so maybe basically the,
2: a crouton, but like a hyper crouton,
1: hyper crouton that was kind of, but it's been decimated into a thing with pine nuts and things like that. So you can't see
2: any evidence but of where the crunch would come that from. That it wouldn't just go soggy as well, like because you know you put. You put a crouton in in a broth; it's going soggy. Absolutely, but I think,
1: I think it must just be there's so much oil <laughs> covering mm. it that it pr- it's a protective
2: oh, shield. That's very clever. Mm. A coating, yeah,
1: yeah protecting, protecting coating the crunch. Or, like, you know, it's like the, it's the guard. The oil yeah, is aquatic. the guardian of the crunch.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> you know, and and that's how miracles happen. Every miracle has an explanation. Of course,
2: there is an explanation. You see,
1: and and it feels like this is almost like the kind of yeah. thing. That Jesus would have done.
2: Oh, absolutely. He, he made have. a crunchy soup. He made a crunchy <laughs> soup. <laughs> at the at the last supper, he brought out this bowl. Everyone's like, What is this soup? Crunchy. That's that's um and Judas almost Judas almost thought about letting him live after that. He <laughs> was like, "Oh, maybe I won't tell the oh, Romans." Can I, well, I'll have a, I'll have will have another bowl, and then I'll tell the Romans.
1: <laughs> and it's classic. And he wouldn't tell that in the in the go, in the Gospel according to Judas.
2: Oh no, because you don't want <clears throat> the secret to get out. But
1: actually, you know, they did find the Gospel to, according to Judas somewhere. They but found
2: they, something.
1: But they haven't they haven't included in the in the the first testament or whatever it's called. And,
2: I think that I think they should. I think it's just exciting. Mix it up.
1: I mean, I'm sure Bible sales are down. Yeah. And to add a new a new gospel in there? Mate, you got to get, get
2: you got to get the new Bible.
1: Cuz I mean, people are going to be like, it's got Whoa. this
2: craziest gospel.
1: It's got the it's got the um the Judas amendment. Mm. You know, I mean, people would love that. You get you get a new that would give you a new Old Testament and a new New Testament. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No, wouldn't mm, give you an old, the I don't old think
2: it changes the Old Testament. No, but
1: what if Judas had some opinions on the
2: old one? <laughs> I don't think you would put them into the old one. What? I don't think the old one contains any opinions of any of the people but, from the new one. But there's no but reason why, why not.
1: Yeah, why not? Like you can have a bit of gossip. Yeah, actually, he could say what Ju- Ju- gossip, what, gospel, what Jesus, gospel thought, girl. You know, what if it was like, <laughs> what if, what if G- Judas had written down what he, what Jesus said about the Old Testament?
2: Actually, I would I would like to know that. Yeah, I mean, maybe, may, uh, Alistair, we should be careful. The Bible might actually contain that information. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we are talking about something about which we have absolutely no idea. I would love to read it. I just want to know what's in there. Yeah, I it know. must
1: be good. But you know what I'm worried about? I might become a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I would hate that. I know oh, it would ruin my life the way I lead it <laughs> in such a horribly. Uh, you know, carefree. a sinful way? Careful, careful. Carefree and careful and sinful. Mm. I'm carefully sinful. And sin free. Sin free and and carefree.
2: Careful. Yeah, I think that's
1: all of them. Care carefreeful.
2: Mm. Um anyway. God people are being patient with this this episode. Okay, wait. I don't know,
1: but are we going with Jesus Made a Crunchy Soup as a <sighs> oh, wet weather I buffet?
2: I, I mean, maybe. That does seem like that was an idea that came from that, wasn't mm.
1: it? I mean, in a way, I was. I, mean, I was talking about this other thing, but
2: but it was inspired by in that, a way. In the wet weather buffet—it's such a great.
1: I know, yeah. Wet weather buffet. Such a Great trio of what, words. What what, me, what foods could you have in pouring rain,
2: like an open <laughs> bain-marie? Yeah, right. I feel like a lot of meats would deal well with that, right? Sure. Meats made to be part of an animal. Animals made to be outside all the time mm-hmm. without going soggy. Like no animals go soggy. That's the thing about them. There might be some animals that go soggy. Let's see, but I, d- but, but I just think if you're designing an animal, you don't make it absorbent, because mm. because you know then it'll it'll just fall apart. If you in the do, road. I think maybe you got like the snail. I think mm. we're all absorbent. That's why we the, uh, get dehydrated. I don't think the snail is soggy. Maybe a moth. I don't think a moth would deal well with. I mean, no. you know, you've seen them fall into the toilet bowl.
1: And that powder. I don't think powder and deals powder, well powder. with um, yeah. with one and keep the, your powder dry you got to keep your powder dry. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, l- l- okay, what's the intro, uh, entree? <laughs> the intro to the meal. Yeah, the intro to the, the meal. Setup. The set The opener. The entree at this wet-weather buffet. Mm. Okay, you're going out there. What are you eating? You eating porridge?
2: <laughs> I mean, l- unless you design a bowl that has another bowl above it with a little stem so it's kind of like an umbrella. I mean, we could design an entire range of... Um, Crockery, mm. uh, which has wet weather crockery. Wet weather crockery. Mm. It's it, and every every the bowl has a roof, so it's more like a little cave. Yeah. and you reach Into the cave. Has that would keep door? the heat in. Would you? I could have a little door. A Little door
1: you open up, like yeah. a like a. It's like having keeping your. It's like keeping your food in a in a bunker for bombs. You know exactly what's a bomb shelter.
2: Bomb shelter, bunker for bombs. Bunker for bombs. I, I like wet weather <gasps> crockery. I like instead of putting an entire range.
1: You know, instead of putting all the people mm. in, in bomb shelters, why not just put the bombs into one bomb shelter and then that would protect the rest of the world? That's beautiful. If I you shoot there. a bomb shelter up that is to beautiful. be around the bomb before it lands and explodes, you've saved everyone. We're, so we're, we're
2: making bo- bomb shelters that we can shoot into the sky. It's bomb-seeking bomb shelters. Yeah. Great. No, I mean, I just think that, you know, wherever all the bombs are, they should get all the bombs and just yeah. put them in a big bomb shelter and then, you know, we can live our lives. Exactly. In the open. And the bombs. Do you think the bombs stay in a
1: human shelter? I think yeah. it's for them you'd c- c- call it a there human. They're
2: as scared of you. As <laughs> <laughs> the bombs are as scared of you as you are of their Alistair.
1: Did we have this? Should we just wrap this up? I think I think we've done it. Alistair. Yeah. Okay. We've done it. I'll job. take us through the things, even though I feel like we've already taken us through it. <laughs> oh. We got Brosé. Eh? We got guy who won't eat food from make male plants. We got tribes that ate the weapons of their enemies, but couldn't write down. Mm. And even though they were the victors, mm. they couldn't right this
2: the, he was so hungry for weapons they could have they could have waited until uh you know after they'd finished Ridden. writing down their notes before they had their food but you know what you like you, you, know, you, you got to get a big bunch of weapons They're know, still hot from fighting. the fighting and fighting you eat them. really
1: gets your hunger on mm-hmm. um, then we got you're the person leading the best life in the timeline in all of in all multiverse timelines yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and then people start coming into your dimension and it's like the one but Emotional battle. They start (laughs) emotionally battling each other. We got then we got the emotional martial arts mixed EMA.
2: Mm, Really good.
1: Yeah, and then we got lab-grown genitals. Industrial revolution. That's where instead of um, you know steam engines first or whatever, it was all lab-grown.
2: Pussy and, pussy and dick.
1: <laughs> pussy and cock. Engine. You the you know, steamer. Fl- I mean, the, we thought last
2: old... week's episode made people horny. The flesh Just... engines. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me That's how... the sound of the, your car <laughs> starting up. <laughs> You're driving down the road. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, listen to this. Where he's going like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, Thomas the Tank Engine would be a very different show Oh,
1: absolutely mm. But, you know, maybe it would teach kids a little bit more than it does right now A little bit more than just morals mm. Quite conservative morals
0: Yeah
2: How to be a dork <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> um, Lab Grown Gentleman oh, it's, got-
2: it's, it's it's a show about how to do what you're told, isn't it? That Essentially,
1: sense. yeah It's pretty God damn it. Ooh. Um, Jesus made a crunchy soup And that's one of his miracles <laughs> yeah, right. Um How's the soup crunchy? <laughs> mm, maybe I shouldn't tell the the Romans about him.
2: And ye Jesus made unto them a crunchy soup. And they spake unto him and they said, <laughs> What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is broad shells. <laughs> Jesus spake. Nay, he said unto them. <laughs> Guess again. <laughs>
1: Is this turmeric in this? Nay. (laughs) Turmeric has no texture.
2: Um... Thank you so much for listening to in the Think Tank. Um, that was the show where we came up with a, a number of sketch ideas. Yeah. Um, I was Andy and he was Alistair George Willem We thank you so thank much. everybody for listening to the show. We thank you so much. It's really, so really much. good that you do that. Like you to thank we you for supporting f- us online and mm. listening to us. You
1: You can support us on Patreon. You can review us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Let's
2: uh, start begging for iTunes reviews again. I haven't done that for ages, and it's really nice when people do it.
1: Well, people did it for the pop test, and that felt really nice. That did
2: feel really nice. We got
1: 100 of those real quick.
2: What? 100?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know if we got the reviews, but we got 100 ratings. You were involved in making that happen. Definitely some of these people were involved.
2: That's really special. Thank thank you. you. Thank you. And again, thank you. We don't know yet if
1: we were going to get more, but... Mm, but you'll be the first whatever, to know. Whatever you did has definitely helped our chances. Thank That's you. That's right. Yeah. Um and uh we thank you for coming out to teleport those of you who were capable of doing it. But we think some of you like Jason, Brian have even just sent us money oh that is God. like that is like is, that 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 is that they were like we can't be there but here's some money as for if we were. A ticket. Were. Thank you. That's so Kind. And then every anybody who supports us on Patreon, it's unbelievably kind. Thank you so much. Anybody who listens to the show, if you listen to this show, I want to say thank you.
2: And um, yeah, and uh, another shout out if you want to get on the Discord. Um, Discord, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. So how do how do they get to it's the? Not, Discord? It's not too hectic as well. You know, a lot of these Discords, they're quite. there's a lot going on. To, this one, it, it's just the right amount. Some it's people just simmering.
1: Sometimes it's just people talking, trying to guess how whales work.
2: And you got to get part of this. You got you to get, get inside. How do they get to it? Uh, there's a link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. And I, I, I have a strong feeling that the people who are on the Discord for Twin the Think Tank yeah. are some of the best people in the world. Mm. I feel genuinely, genuinely honored yeah. to be a part of Thank that. Thank you so much for being a part of
1: our, not only our Discord, but also <laughs> our lives. <laughs> and we love, love you, you. And he's having trouble stopping the recording. (laughs) (laughs) He he doesn't know how to work the mouse. Oh, there it is. We're about to go. We still love you. I
2: forgot to press record.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.